Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by an activist and a couple friends. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. There's a guy named Daryl Davis that I watched a documentary about years ago. Daryl is a musician. He's a he's a blues blues pianist, and I mean he's an avid musician. It's not just piano, but he's a he's a great, incredible musician from South, and he is also an incredibly unique individual because he's an African American, very dark skin, and befriends KKK members. And I saw this documentary when I was in high school, and it it blew me away. I was like, what? What is this? Is this like a spoof? What What's going on? But it's not. Daryl Davis actually grew up all over the world. His dad was, I believe, in the military and, again, got moved all, all around the world and then landed into the South. And that's when he first experienced racism at, at the age of about 10. And it's a heartbreaking story to hear what happened. But he... He then went on to become a very successful musician and somebody came up to him after one of his shows and said, hey, you know, your music is incredible. He was like, hey, thanks, man. He says, can I buy you a drink? So Daryl has him buy him a cranberry juice because he doesn't drink and he goes and sits with this guy and the guy is really acting odd and he says, well, this is the first time I've had, this is the first time I've ever had a drink with a black man. And Daryl laughs because he thought he was joking. And then it turns out this guy's a member of the KKK and the KKK member was just taken by the music, by his skill, by the ability of Daryl, and and felt like it kind of flew in the face of everything that he had heard and been told by his clan members. So Daris, excuse me, uh, Daryl Davis goes on this crusade to to learn why the KKK thinks the way they do. What is it about the color of Davis's skin? that makes them feel like he would be uh, less intelligent, makes them feel like he'd be more violent or, or be out to steal their white women. I mean, all these horrible things that the Klan members think about black people, Davis, Daryl Davis had none of these qualities. And it was a very, it's a very incredible story. And, and I'd highly advocate for anyone to, to listen and and find out as much as they can about him. He was on the Joe Rogan show about six months ago. Incredible, incredible guy. But the interesting thing that that came out from this is he would befriend KKK members. And when I saw this documentary, there was a, a clip of it where he's at a Klan rally. Not there with signs fighting against these people. He's at the Klan rally eating hot dogs and drinking an orange soda. And he's there with the clan members in full garb. This was not the kind of thing where they were hiding the fact that this was a rally. They were there like the grand wizard and the grand whatever. They were there and he was there as their guest. And people were were obviously boycotting this clan uh, clan rally, and people were you know advocating against it and and uh, you know doing demonstrations, and one of the the grand masters or grand wizards i don't know who it was was saying in in this clip i even saw from high school you know i have more respect for this black man than i have for you or than i'd ever have for you 
And that struck me such an odd thing. It's like, well, of course, but why? What is it? Why is it so unique that you have respect for him as a black man? That that always gave me pause. And about a year ago, I was listening to to another podcast about racism and, and inequality. And one of the people being interviewed was talking about how there was there was some real racism in the town this guy grew up in. There also happened to be, I think he said, one or two black families living in the town. And the people in the town that were overtly racist would say disparaging things about black people. And people would say, well, what about, what about you know, like Johnson's down the road, the black family down the road? It's like, oh, no, no, they're great. They're great. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about other black people. And it really, listening to that and, and remembering the things I saw from the Daryl Davis story and then hearing him on the Joe Rogan experience, it really struck me that that type of mentality is both horrific and so not unique to racism. Because here's the thing. In, in this last election cycle, which thank God is over, everyone agrees that the country has never been more divided. And look, I don't, I haven't been around that long, but I would agree in my lifetime, I'm not that old, but in my lifetime, people seem bananas. And what's even more interesting is that I would say everyone knows someone who's of a different political leaning that's reasonable. For instance, my dad loves Trump, loves him. He would write on Facebook, I thank God Trump is my president every day. I don't think I'm outing my dad because he puts it on Facebook and he's, he's overtly a Trump guy. And that's totally fine. And I'm not saying I hate Trump or like Trump. I'm just saying I certainly am not putting on Facebook, I love Trump, right? So my dad differs. And I also have uh, relatives and friends that are huge Biden fans, or, or at the very least, were huge, huge Democratic fans. And I have a very dear friend that I, that I train jiu-jitsu with all the time. He could never in a, in a million lifetimes consider voting for somebody like Trump. I respect and appreciate all of these people. And here's the thing. I very easily have the capacity to sit down and talk to my friend from jiu-jitsu. Okay, look, why, why are you more democratic? Like, why, why do you think Biden would be a better choice? And, and he'll give me a list of reasons. And his reasons seem very reasonable. Like, okay, that, that seems well thought out. That, okay. You know, I, I'm not saying I agree with all your points, but like that seems thought out. That seems reasonable. I can sit down with my dad or most other Trump, Trump supporters that I know, and I know a ton of them. Okay, why, why would you vote for Trump? Their reasons, very reasonable. Very reasonable. I think most people have access to individuals on both sides that they would likely say are at the, at the least reasonable. Maybe they don't agree. Maybe they firmly don't agree, but the people are likely being reasonable with their selection. 
everybody has access to this, but almost everyone will say the people that don't vote the way they do are absolutely insane. (laughs) All of the Trump supporters I know, or at least rather almost all of them, I shouldn't say all, think people that vote more liberal leaning or more Democrat are just, well, I'm not going to use the language, but it's not tasteful and they're just crazy. And I'm definitely not outing my dad. My dad doesn't speak disparagingly about about people in politics. We don't talk about it very much at all. But the point is, the vast majority do. They're like, they're insane, absolutely insane. They go on and on and on about why. And then the people in the Democrats, talking of Trump supporters, think they're just, again, a list of, of disparaging names and comments that I'm not going to go into. Everyone thinks this of the other group, but then they themselves know one or two people that belong to that other group. They're like, no, no, no. Look, Brian, I know, I know you vote for Trump. I know you're not crazy. I'm talking about the other Trump supporters or like, no, 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 Steve, look, I know you voted for Biden. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the other Biden supporters, not you. Everyone does this. How is it possible that we all know people that don't think the way we do and appear to be totally reasonable, yet we assume all of the other people are not like them. How is that possible? How is it that everybody knows at least one Democratic-leaning voter that's totally reasonable but assumes the other Democratic-leaning voters are completely insane? Or almost everyone knows at least one reasonable Trump supporter but assumes all other Trump supporters are absolutely insane and nothing like this person? How is that possible? It's the literally the exact same thing that Daryl Davis was going through. We hate black people. Not you, Daryl. Not you. No, you're cool. Like, I'm talking about the other black people. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? I thought that kind of insanity was reserved for racists in the KKK. But you see it play out in basic political dialogue. I know you're reasonable, I'm talking about the other people who voted that way. I know you're not insane. I just think everyone else who voted the same way you did, they're insane. Not you, the other people. What are people thinking? The vast majority of people are good people. Yes, there are crazy people on both sides. Fine. And no, I have no interest in trying to dissect who's more crazy, who's more violent, who's more unstable. I don't know. I don't know these things. And frankly, that doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is not the fringe. Not trying to convince somebody that the fringe is actually the main. No, the vast majority of people I know are very good people, regardless of their political leaning. They're good people. People And we as a whole, as a community, as a country need to start thinking of each other as reasonable people. If we don't, it's just going to get worse and worse. If we don't, we're just going to lose more friends and more family members. If we don't, the, the tension you feel around the election the tension you feel with all of these politics, it's just going to get worse and worse and it's going to become our every single day. The vast majority of people 
are good people. Even if they don't agree with you. And if we can at least start agreeing on that point, that would be a great step in the right direction. I'm Matt Todd, and this is the engine that drives me. Go out and crush it.